In this episode, we talk about is Liz Trust a lettuce? And <laughs> do men and women need to train differently? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to the No Rep Podcast, episode 25. 25. Can you believe it? it? Hi, what's happening, boys? We're Evan. We're Jordan. Hello. What's, Hello. What's been going on? Not much. Bit of this, bit of that. Um, it's actually been a couple of weeks, I think, since the... It's not a couple, ages. Two weeks. It seems like forever since we've been in here, but due to the cyberspace world, we're able to make things seem a little bit more apparent than what they are. But things are good. It's all smoke and mirrors, and it? it's, it it's all lies. It's all fugazi. We actually recorded all 25 episodes in one go. We've just been changing outfits <laughs> and predicting the future <laughs> as well. That's basically about it. But uh, not much has been happening with me. I was at a, I was, uh, at a competition. You seen, you were there. Shout out Danny for supporting me. Shout out Jordan for Fuck you for not attending. That's um, my bad guy. Athlete. You were just playing at weights. I was, <laughs> I was, I was out you, leading a team in the doing, battle. You were doing a real sport. I was in a real sport. You I was, was just exercising. You were doing fast weights. You've been benched quite a lot. So not through, not through bad play, through injury. Actually. So that weekend, I'm pretty sure you were just on a bench, mate. Uh, no, I was not in the I wasn't on the team sheet <laughs> because, because I was too injured to play. Well, there you go. Worse than, I, I, worse than that. How, how is the injury holding up? Uh, it's actually all right. Is it? Like, it's, um, it was funny because it was, a, it was a sprain, but on the inside of your ankle, which is obviously, you know anything about ankles, it's the wrong side. You usually roll your ankle, so it was yeah. a medial sprain, which meant I could kind of walk about on it. It was, it was odd. Mm. Um, still not right, still not 100%, but painkillers and tape. Did you not, I, I might be heavy making this up, but did you not do like your masters or a paper on ankles? Yeah, mm -hmm. I done done my dissertation on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mr. Ankle. I never want to talk about ankles ever. Again. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so when so when you fucked your ankle, you just knew immediately what was wrong with it and and what had happened. Pretty much, I. And do you know what was really, really annoying about it? It was I done it the the day before I went on holiday to Mallorca. Oh. So and Amanda was saying to me all week, don't I, I don't think you should be playing rugby. Yeah. Like she doesn't go see like. She doesn't quite get the, the whole thing. I can't just not play rugby. Amanda, don't be, don't be ridiculous. Don't be so stupid. And I was like, are you going to training tonight? I can't just not go to training. And um, so obviously I went and played. I played five minutes, sprained my ankle. Um, and then the whole time I was just sitting watching the game like, she's going to fucking rugby. <laughs> <laughs> How did it happen? Um, so we're playing at Cumnock and they've got a plastic pitch. And fucking, we could probably do an episode on plastic oh, pitches and rugby. I like, hate playing on 3G or 4G pitches. Ridiculous, right? But what kind of happens with that is see when your studs are in the pitch, there's no give. So once they're in, they're in. So basically, I went in, made a steal. Of course did. Of course did. And, uh, and then a guy kind of cleared me out from the, the side. side. But as he done that, if you can imagine that like, my foot went in and the, the force kind of went through my ankle. Mm. So but I could still kind of like, hobble about on it. I, was, uh, I came off and I went, oh, I'll go back on, go back on. Went on for a minute and I was like, nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> magic sponge. Seized up. Aye, so that was, it's just because it was a plastic pitch. So I, I've torn, I've torn, um, I broke my neck on a plastic bit. No, I'm kidding. On. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, broke, I, broke, I, broke, I broke my back. I'm quite, I'm quite conscious of this now. <laughs> I'm quite conscious of this now, and I actually seen a post about it the other day, and it was like how when someone tells a story and they always try and one up them. Oh. Right? Have you seen this? So it's like somebody will talk. Oh, did you see the Super Bowl? And it's like, yeah. What tickets did you have? Oh no, oh, you just watched it at your house. Oh yeah, we were it's, actually there. You been to Tenerife? No, I've been to Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. My but, tolerance for people like that is so. I know. Oh, it's Small fucking man. and so when so like you're talking about injuring your ankle like on a 3g pitch i'm like oh i remember the time 
I fucked my knee on a, um, why are you putting on the face again? I have something to tell you after the podcast. <laughs> Continue. Right, okay. <laughs> Me? Um, so when you're... About uh, someone like that. Oh, I know. You know who? Aye. Who? Well, continue. No, we can't, talk, we, we can't talk about it. Can you not? No. Right, make sure, no. the camera's, make sure the camera's on me. Mouse it. You, you don't know him? Oh, do I not? Oh, it doesn't no, matter. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter then. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. Wild. Yes. Yep. Right. Yes. Um, so, like, I'm dead conscious of that now. So, if someone tells me a story that I can relate to, uh -huh. I now don't want to share my bit because I don't want to seem like I'm one up uh, on them. Uh, but yeah, I did. It just break. It depends I on broke every bone in my back. Um, uh, three, uh, so I, I lost uh, both my legs uh, at rugby. I crashed my motor on. A 3G It is a horrendous platform pitch yeah. surface. Mm -hmm. To play rugby on it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's amazing. Anything else? In general, like, see, to be quite honest, I do see the applications for it and whatever. Like, see, especially if you've played it, the pitch East Ride, it's a bog. <laughs> so, see, for like a 3G pitch for training, I sound, yep. but you never train anywhere near like what you what you play like in terms of intensity. And like, if I'm playing someday, I'm trying to hurt them, mm. right? I'm not going to do that in training. No. Right, but I'm like, if, if I'm playing, uh, depends, depends, who. depends who, depends who, <laughs> Alex Urban, shout out Alex, shout out Alex, you'll be listening, <laughs> that was funny, uh, so Rob, what about you, what's been happening? I, I was just saying this before the podcast. See, when people ask what's been happening, it's like, mm -hmm. how long have you got? Five minutes or five hours? Like, how deep do you want to go? Did you say Paul said Paul, Paul said that. Aye, you don't uh, take credit for Paul's. I didn't say I said it. He did? Shout out, Danny Mahond. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> no much, man. No much. We, we, <laughs> we, we tell him. Oh, fuck all, guys. Uh, fuck all. We tell him we didn't get uh, dressed today. It was meant to be tomorrow, but the best is a bit. dog for anyone listening. Tell you, people don't know who Telly is. Uh, they might not. They might not. Uh, but they get, they get pulled forward to today, unexpectedly. But I felt quite sad. I felt when well, I was just leaving her there, she just knew something was going on. So as soon as I started walking away, that she put the hawks on. They, they couldn't get her moving, so they pick her up, and she was like grabbing onto doors, like Dad, don't. Like, You're fine. She's saying that. Did she said that. that. <laughs> she said that, and uh, she went in. But I'm kind of. I felt a wee bit sick. I know that's probably taking a bit too far, but she is like my child. It's because so. it's your first child. Is I've had four animals. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking yeah, it's right. easily. <laughs> I got a free afternoon. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not catastrophizing, right? But I'm like, uh, I'm just thinking, what if something happens? So I was like, getting a wee cuddles and kisses, and that, and I'm rubbing a wee belly. Don't say. It's just you know, something no, statistically, happen. statistically, something might. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah, but. Chances are. <laughs> what surface are they doing it on? Do you know? Are they doing it's it on a 3G, 3G pitch? It's a, it's a 3G pitch. Chances are a lot higher. No, it's one of the new 5G pitches. There is actually 5G pitches. Yeah, though. still shite. Aye, mm. They're all shite. Not, in, not, not in vet surgeries, but... Here's the thing. Could be the tinfoil hat thing. So remember back in the day, you'd first when iPhones first started coming about, 3G was just fine. And it worked. Yep. And now uh -huh. you get 4G and that works. And then you get 5G and that works. But now 3G doesn't work. And then in certain places, the 4G doesn't work. But also in certain places, the 5G doesn't work. And you mean for the internet? For the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Aye, for the internet. Yeah. I don't get it. Is it you can't even, you can barely make a call on 3G. Yeah. The, 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 I bet you that there is probably a very simple explanation. There is. Some this. days like that, the fucking idiots, the reason why it's because it's, I know, because somebody unplugged it or something aliens. like that. Aliens. Aye. Yeah. Aye. But 
like, so why is it sometimes like I'll be in town, oh, 5G, but it doesn't work? Aye, full bars. Full bars, 5G, like but then you've got like one bar of 4G and it's like, ah, here you want to watch fucking YouTube at 4K sound. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And how we use this morning? We're like, what's up, crashing? He's all right. It was amazing. Nobody was messaging right. me. I didn't. Re- I didn't actually realize it was broken until you said it's broken. Well, and I, I messaged in the so group, and it was just like waiting, sign, waiting, sign, waiting. Because you, you said you Insta messaged me saying my WhatsApp's broken. I'm like, who the fuck's WhatsApp breaks? That doesn't yeah. happen. That's not a thing. And then I'm sitting there trying to send messages. <laughs> so uh, Mine. I, I think it's back up. That is. Yeah. But it's Matt. Right. It's Matt. I get that nudge you sent this morning. The, the nudge you sent. It came through. The nudge you sent. The nudge you sent. The nudge you sent to me. <laughs> nudge you sent. Did you know ah, me? Not, right. the, not you know, the nudge you sent. I know that. That's it. <laughs> I heard yeah, that as well. you heard that. The nudge you sent. Like, anyway, too, much time, too much time on that. Too much time spent on that. But uh, it's funny how when something like that happens and say it was down for like 40 minutes, mm-hmm. I don't think it was any longer than that. 39 minutes and 50 seconds. It was a joke. So it's down for like a bit of time. <laughs> and then. Um, like you go on Instagram, for example, and there's already people making memes about it, and there's already like no, shit going on about like, oh, when WhatsApp's down and you need to make a call, and it's Nigel Owens on the phone in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> <you see> that <laughs> one? So it's like people are just too, too quick to. Oh, see, when I went to Vodafone, like somebody's internet would go down and it was, oh, my, my 3G's not working, my 3G's not working on my, what is it, my, my BBM. Oh, yeah. Hey, big man, fix my BBM, bro. Blackberry Messenger. Like, ah, mate, just, Jesus. just battery out, battery back in. <laughs> On your way. Remember, you could just take a battery out of phone. Yeah, I know. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Christ, you need like an actual special specialty toolkit to do that. On a phone. Do you? Oh, iPhone. Ah, it's a matter. <laughs> just take a battery out. Of your phone. Doesn't happen. No. <laughs> Mate, Blackberries were well, the shit. The the absolute shit. BBM. BBM. Add me on BBM. I still talk to. Oh, do you know what Hank's fucking? Did you ever have? Did the blueberries come out? Didn't they? That was like the kind of thing. Is this a terrible joke again? They did. Right, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) So see, right, that's two. Who invited their dad? That's two in two minutes that flopped, right? Let's address (laughs) this. Let's nip this in the bud now, right? These shite jokes go no further. (laughs) Value only. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll know that again. Do you know what I think is fucking weird? weird? See adults mm-hmm. that communicate via snapchat very odd or red flag see if you are over the age of 16 mm. and you're using snapchat mm. need your heat checked mm. no. and hard drive and hard's definitely because hard you're, drive. you're not just talking to adults yeah. on that pedo, pedo police are coming in thousand percent i thought that she was 12 <laughs> i thought she was doing my holiday <laughs> why, why is it as well somebody goes sig sig Single? Signals, what's it? Somebody goes single on Instagram and they post ad add me on Snap. It's literally within like the day. And then they fire up. I, I never really see any of that stuff. I do. Who do you follow? Just people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, she was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> what do you think of those pedo hunter videos? Maybe feel uncomfortable, man. It's a bit fucking weird seeing it in that, but like <laughs> if you're a pedo, you've got it coming to you. <laughs> like, do you I know mean, what I mean? Someone's like, got to do it, doesn't they? Someone's got to hunt them down. I th- I th- do you know what? I think just like natural human instinct and stuff is you, you actually, the way it is, you kind of feel bad for them, but then you think, no, what you're doing is a pedophile. Why, why is it? It feels like all the Burn ones. Burn that pedo. All the, all, the ones, all the ones that you see, the, the people themselves seem to look and no be 
and I'm not trying to sell him to here. It's not hundred percent there. Mm. The people that are doing it all the time, like mm. you thought she thought she was twelve. Yeah. Like that, that guy, and like every time I've seen him, like that person's not right. Yeah. He needs looked after. To be fair, <laughs> I think if you're shagging away, there is probably something, <laughs> something missing. I was at uh, I was at Frankie Boyle. Uh, the other Wednesday, and uh, he was ma- he was making a joke, and then he, I can't remember the thing that he said beforehand, but he said it's um, there's a like there's a difference between um, what was it he said? There's a difference between people who are pedos and people who just kind of fancy kids. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a joke before, and I was like, does he make a point? <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but oh yeah, I also went to see Frankie Boyle. Um, that was something that happened the other day. I'm a fan. He's fucking hilarious. He's very, he's, he's marmite. It's, you either love him or you hate him. I think, see, in terms of humour, right, we spoke about this before, you make jokes about fucking anything. Mm-hmm. See, the darker it is, I love it. I'm in agreement with you. I, I think there was a time, though, where he was, like, ahead of the game, ahead of people with yeah. how dark his humour was. He, he just, did, he did go the a time, bit, just like, a wee bit, like, see now, but it's just, like, I feel like there's a lot of dark humour everywhere, and it's actually... It's, it's becoming more prevalent, aye. I guess, um, but... There's some of these jokes. Basically, what what it was was he does this uh, show called I think it's called Frankie Boy was New World Order mm-hmm. on BBC Two. And there was a guy that was on beforehand who was also brilliant. Um, I've actually forgot his name. I feel bad because I want to give him a bit of recognition. But um, he he was hilarious. Frankie Boy came on, and essentially what they did was he came on with like a, a kind of clipboard and then was talking through. Um, like monologues and kind of jokes that we do to videos that we talk about in the show. Mm-hmm. So there's no like flow to it. it. Wasn't like you got in a stand up and there's like whatever. So he comes up and then he's kind of like, I'm just going to explain the, explain what was going to happen. I'm going to read off my um, my clipboard, blah blah blah. And don't worry, at the end you'll get your filth, you bunch of rodents. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, come on. But uh, some of the jokes were class. And uh, he was talking about, and this was the day before, obviously Liz Trust. I think it was the day before, two days before. I said Liz Trust. I spelled her name wrong as well. Trust. It's Trust, trust. isn't it? Who gives a fuck, right? Um, but it was the day before she resigned. Um, obviously, nobody really knew what was happening. But he just literally tore into the Tory government, tore into the monarchy. He was also making fun of... Um, what's her face? What's her face? Margaret. Nicola Sturgeon. I was just saying Margaret Thatcher. No, nope. she was. She was. She got an honourable mention as well. Still did. Uh, she has. Uh, last <laughs> time I checked. Uh, last time I checked. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody's gran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paul said our grand means our cunts too <laughs> for him to didn't catch that um, but he was just he was fucking hilarious but let's talk about the whole Liz Trust thing yeah we're on the topic anyway we're on the, we're on the, on the subject actually so we all kind of threw up a wee, a wee box on Insta also uh, before we get into it can I just say fucking useless useless uh, uh, mate, absolutely absolutely are you surprised no you know what I mean are you surprised? But anyway, I, I, we all threw up a kind of thing on um, Insta, things that last longer than Liz Truss. Um, and I don't know, I think we were talking about this before, and one of the one of the guys jumped in and said the bit, someone, when Liz Truss went into power, someone live-streamed a lettuce with, like, a hat on and shit. <laughs> was, uh, was it us that was talking about it? No. Yeah. I it have me, you not seen this? No. Have you not? <laughs> right. So I think it was the Daily Mail. Uh, yeah, so someday, I can't remember who it was or what it was, but someday, essentially, when Liz Truss went into power, they, like, set up a camera, Put a wee, set up a lettuce, right? Attach picture, set up a lettuce, and then essentially live streamed it for the whole duration she was in power. And, so, <laughs> and the, the caption was, What lasts longer, Liz Trust or this lettuce? 
And lo and behold, the lettuce, the lettuce stood go. strong. Thing is, I've had some vegetables in the fridge that have lasted fucking ages. Aye. Ages. Yeah. Mate, bananas. You buy a fucking banana these days, it's green for about four weeks. Mm -hmm. I buy bananas a month in advance now. <laughs> they just stay green forever. Forever. Aye. And then eventually you give up. It's all, it's all the chemicals. And so. Have you seen, right? Sorry, this is now totally digressing, right? Have you seen what a watermelon used to look like before, like. I think so. Before it'd been like chemically engineered. I think so. Yeah. Fucking mad. Well, there's hundreds of stuff. I don't know if we've talk, talked about this before, but like with dogs. So when you see dogs back a hundred years ago, like, like a, a sausage dog. A hundred years pug, ago? They look completely different to what mad. they do now. Absolutely yeah. mad. Do you know, I also didn't know where, I don't know why we're talking about this. Pineapples. You know where they come from? The, the ground. I assumed that there was a pineapple tree. Exactly. You all think it's a pineapple tree? No. Come from the ground. Mental. Uh, I've had a pineapple plant before. No, did pineapple plant? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you grow a pineapple? No, it was already a pineapple, and it was on a plant. That's how I knew it grew from the ground. But pineapple plant? No, I had a pineapple plant. No, I've never I don't know if he's been serious. They help, they help you. They help you breathe. I like a wee bit better through the night. Do they? Actually, <laughs> have you been for real? Is, yeah. this, is this a dad joke? No, this is facts, bro. Is it? Is it really though? Aye, Do you I, not just like Andrew Tate it and just breathe air? No, no, like so, no. Have you not seen that? It talks about people vaping. And he's like, what are you doing fucking vaping, you idiot? Breathe air. <laughs> anyway, so right, things, that, things that last longer than Liz Trust and then someone obviously comes in with me in the bedroom. Oh, wait, never mind. Realise she lasted longer <laughs> than 15 seconds. <laughs> uh, oh, um, <laughs> the smell of my uncle's dick on my top lip. <laughs> Wow! Oh my god! I, uh, <laughs> see that? See, like, see. Whenever I put like stuff up like that, that's my brother that sent that. <laughs> I'm joking! I'm joking! I'm joking! <laughs> He's not joking. <laughs> like, every every time I put a, a box up for folk to comment and like, it's always very PG. Is it? Yeah, yeah. But that's, not, that's, my, that's my audience, right? Audience. Your stuff is dirty. It's dirty. Um, oh, here's one. Uh, the final bit of the skid mark that no matter how hard you seem to piss on, it doesn't seem to shift without <laughs> bleach and a brush. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, a game of Monopoly. Yep. Um, I've had FIFA careers longer than fucking Let's <laughs> <laughs> Trust was in office. <laughs> and uh, one of the last ones I got is uh, there's a, your maw joke in there somewhere that would be wildly offensive. So someone's holding back there, but hmm. there definitely is a your maw joke. <laughs> um, and to the question, things that last longer than Liz Trust. Um, did you just get any? A couple of that. Not, not great ones, to be quite honest. <laughs> Nothing like, like your uncle's lip. No, no, the uncle's lip one was the. the that, we can't top that. Do you have any? Off the back of that, these are going to seem tame. Uh, man digestion. <laughs> <laughs> and a carton of milk. Somebody says Wagner Magin to stay in X Factor. Wagner, that's actually. Did you mind him? Oh, him. he used to he, do he, the cameo things. Remember him? Aye. Who was it? There's, uh, who's that guy that every cunt hates? Nigel Farage. Ah, oh, Nigel. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. And, uh, and he had no clue. And then someday he's like, happy birthday, Brian. Ooh, ah, up the rye. <laughs> he's like, and he had to apologize for Shut it. He had to apologize for it. And he was like, no I, did not know what, I did not know what it meant. That's brilliant, man. Know how um, France, Francis Bergeau, the train guy? Yes. Yeah. He did cameo. Bourgois. Bourgeois something Perhaps. like that he um he did a cameo he was 
doing cameo things. It was like 25 quid. I tried to get it for my wee brother's birthday, but he, he shut it down and I'm pretty gutted about that because uh. he would have fucking loved it. He's, having, he's like, this is the train. And he's like, oh, yeah. happy to... Oh. He's, the, he's the best guy right. ever. Just content. He's shown that he loves something, right? And then he t- takes his actual passion, his personality, puts it out there and now has literally managed to quit his job has um, modeling contracts for Gucci, gets to travel up and down the country, looking at trains. Yeah, he's actually not a bad looking guy. Yeah. He's just odd as fuck. Maybe. He's, he's <laughs> his self. He's his, exactly. He's his self. Exactly. Um, they say I that about Danny as well. He's not a bad looking guy. Odd as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say the first bit? Well, yes, they do. Do Yay. they? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Of course they do. But people also say, many people, in fact, see my team day when you were there, um, when was it? Month back, month or two back, um, Don comes up and he's like, Danny looks an awful lot like Logic, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) And I was like, yep, he does. And he's like, you look like he took glasses on as well. No, you had your glasses on. The team day? Did you know? No. No? No. Maybe. Bobby. Bobby. If anybody knows who Logic is. Shout out Logic. Shout, shout, shout out Logic. my cousin. <laughs> cousin Logic, cousin, cousin rapper. Right. Um, Fitness thing question. Yes, I've yes. got some questions. You got, you got the thing. I've got some questions. Do you want to talk more about Liz Trust before we move on? We can do. We can talk I've not got much Bubble. to say about it because she wasn't there long enough. <laughs> well, what's his face is now in power? Rishi. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, no, what did he say? He said something in the lead up to him and Liz getting into uh, parliament, right? Uh, what did he say? He said something quite outrageous. Like yeah. he was going to do something that was a bit out there. You're like, really? I can't imagine what it was. See, the thing is as well, right? Is he not like the third prime minister or something that we've not voted for? And he's one of the richest well, men uh, in the uh, UK. He's, he's, his wife's a multi-billionaire. Her family is a multi-billionaire. His wife's a billionaire. I don't know. So, <laughs> probably uh, is. Let's... Let's but it's um, funny. So this is the thing, like the way in my eyes, which that happened. Not that Boris is great, right? But Boris had been put back in, and they still just ran an election again. Let the people vote. Do you know what I mean? Don't just the Tories have just basically said like he's he's going in and that's it. So I, is he staying in? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently he, it's like apparently it's in like the constitution or something because like he that. was he was in the race as well. Uh, no, like they don't need to hold a general election, so they can just right. whoever, whoever the party elects, they can kind of go in. Right. Um, so it's absolutely it's fucking it's a shambles it's, isn't it uh, he's the youngest prime minister in modern political history he's go. also the first person of colour to represent and to lead the country plenty <laughs> plenty saw, good things I saw, saw a funny that's uh, about it though I saw a funny <laughs> a funny meme Guys a or, or a gif or something about all the racist Tory voters like ah, <laughs> 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 mate that's too good man I know but, but the, the thing I'm not saying that all Tories are racist Obviously, because you get racist in every political party. You do. There's, They're all racist. There's, oh, there's probably a lot more. And I don't know about wrong. Potentially. Mm. Can uh, I say definitely. that? I don't know. Mm. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Um, aye, so it's his wife that's the breadwinner, the way. Yeah. Aye. I don't He's, know, is it her family? Aye, she inherited her wealth. She's going to do it. Aye, family augmented. Listen, if there's going to be one way to do it, that's the way, isn't it? No work, no nothing. Just wake up. Completely out of touch with the world. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Let's put him in power. <clears throat> Isn't it mad, right? <laughs> Isn't it? No, but that is the thing, Danny. You're fucking so right. Isn't it mad that people that have no concept of reality 
and how if the not, majority of the if country not even the middle class, yeah. which is what the majority of people are in the country, <laughs> do you know, do then you, the lower caste are so far out of touch with them that it is scary. He said in 2001, I have friends who are aristocrat, crats, not aristocrats, that's a Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have friends who are upper class. I have friends who are, you know, Working class. Working class. And then he goes, no, in fact, no, in I don't. Fact, in fact, well, not working class. He quickly corrected himself. Yeah. No. What? I know, man. Like, I know. I, this is what's fucking mm. bewildering. See if he just took British politics. See if he just went up to like Postal, right? <laughs> and just went, <laughs> who's like, who's the best? Who, who Who's really good at joinery? And like, Big John up the road. Right, John. You ready? <laughs> you ready, mate? Somebody that's going to have more ability than anybody that we know that can potentially even sit in that seat you know what i mean i don't think that the i think it's too big a job to have one leader lead the country and again if i was to put my tinfoil hat on it's not one person anyway it's all a bit of a mirage a mystique you think fucking joe biden is calling any shots he doesn't even know how to wipe his own ass at this stage. Mm -hmm. Have you seen him trying to string a sentence together? Aye. The man cannot do it. Aye, and nobody's, they're not publicly talking about it. Somebody should, somebody should come out and be like, right, he's took a wee bit of a turn. He's actually, <laughs> he's actually, he's actually dead. He's not even alive. There's, do you know what I mean? I think there's actually Have you seen the pictures? Dead. Like Aye. the difference in his dead face Dead behind the eyes. That. He's just... Like, see, taking it back to the monarchy, right? Because we love doing that, just as you, you said, lizard there. Uh, right, now, think of it. Right, so they say that the monarchy's just kind of there, right? They don't really have much say in, in X, Y, and Z, right? That this the government, right? They, they they're just kind of there, part part of whatever. They have a few says in X, Y, and Z, but it's the government that, right? Okay, so see when you watch Game of Thrones, right, or uh, House of Dragons, who's in charge? The king, right? So like, uh, it's, it, they're in charge. The royals run every single bit of this country, and the government are just you there. Think, so you're telling me, right? You're sitting there every telling single me bit that that. King Sausage Fingers is calling the shots. Every single bit of the shots. So you're telling, right, so he's like at his office and he's in his lair, right? Yep. And he's like, I'm in control of this country. Absolutely. And those Sausage Fingers are in control of the, the big red button that can shoot rockets to fucking, to Russia. What if it, oops, I missed. That's Scotland kaput. Blown up. I think he likes Scotland, but so. He does. I think the Royals do. Shout out the Royals. Do you know the flooding that's happening in mm -hmm. Miami? There's, um, I can't, I think it's Hertford or something like that. There's a, there was an insurance company that's based at one of the biggest insurance companies ever. And a recent bill was passed that some flood investment company um, came in and it turned out that they didn't have to pay millions and millions of dollars that they should have paid because some bill was passed. Like, it's all fucking, if you're in politics, it's just... It's a game to play. It's a game of power. It's not mm. a game of let's help the country. They don't give a fuck. Nobody does. And I would love to be proved otherwise. Aye. And the people that actually do want to make a change and the people that do actually want to benefit the country, they will never be the ones in power. No. Never. It's and not going to happen. That's the thing. So see in China, you've got uh, WeChat. Is that what it's called? WeChat. And it's, it's WeChat. And it's like basically this app, right? That everything that they do in their life is in this app. How they talk to people, how they go on social media, all them, uh, their, Facebook, their, their bank uh, mm -hmm. account, their social credit score. I know what you're talking about. Right? Yep. And I'm sure it's called WeChat. Oh. WeChat, right? WeChat, right? Now, Elon Musk two weeks ago posted on uh, Twitter, I'm creating, just basically saying that he's copying China's WeChat and creating AppX, I'm sure he called, he said he was going to call it. 
Now, that is the most dangerous thing that can happen to a country. Mm. You imagine creating an app, right, where you're, you get a social credit score. Mm. You get a score for how good a citizen you are, right? Mm. You then get your bank balance or the rest mm-hmm. of it on this app. And basically, you can only use this app to use everything you want, talk to people or the rest of it. They, and then the basic what happens in China is if you you do something bad, you do something wrong, they can actually stop you using like and getting to certain, certain train places and all that and spending money and certain things on the rest of it nice. they're in complete control of what you do and he's creating that he says north korea right mm. so see if you're born into like yes. a, a certain wealth yeah, wealth yeah. Thing. you can't go up yeah. or down no no Cre- you can go up you can go up but you can't go you down. Can, down you can marry up but you can't ma- no 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 bollocks you actually can't no no you're right you can't you're you're born into that level you stay at that level that's correct there's an amazing um podcast uh, it's rogan a ro- rogan does Mate, a podcast i've listened to it the uh, the girl you know me park or something like you know that? me park is that right. her name i think shout I out rogan that. and you own, me, you own me park let me double check her name <laughs> i think it is it's you own mi park Aye. it's class but it's totally eye-opening it right so we're, we're complaining about all bonkers. these things right north korea is mental yeah um, no fa- I just don't. I believe that it, it all goes the same way. Yeah, it, could, it all goes. You know the same me, Park. Way. Yeah, yeah. Me and Katie listened to that on the drive um, up from Cornwall. We were like going through things. I was getting sick of songs, and she hates Joe Rogan. Um, and what? I was like, st- I was like, I've been told about this Dumper. podcast. I was like, you know, I was like, we need to listen to this, and she was hooked hooked in and uh her story is absolutely mental. For those that don't know, she escaped um North Korea via South Korea or China somewhere but essentially she was trafficked out yeah um and then managed to make it into the u.s and she's now a u.s citizen and stuff like that and she shared her story on joe rogan but some of the stuff she was talking about was fucking mental like fair play i forget on because a lot of people would have been like i'm not gone oh, on a big podcast at joe rogan and put myself at risk but she's obviously doing this to help people another one great. another rogan episode i was on uh i was on He's like, well, you he's asking me on it. He's asking me on. Um, so one of the most recent ones I was listening to um, was a guy called Ryan Graves. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, right? Believer. Essentially, he was a former Lieutenant US Navy um, F-18 pilot or 18F pilot. Fucking Top Gun shit, right? Shout out Top Gun Maverick. Just watched it Good two weeks ago. Did movie. you? Good Aye, fucking film. Good film. Um, Getting and from November. Essentially, he and all his team, like, properly, like, it's all documented and stuff like that. There was multiple sightings of UAEs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon or something like that, right? UAPs, UAPs. Um, but it's, like, legit. It's been monitored, but people are just turning a blind eye to it and it just it's his story about that and it's fucking crazy there's aliens cutting about on earth and they're fucking we'll save it for the tinfoil hat episode um should we talk about some fitness yeah i think some people actually do listen to us because we have some fitness tips i believe it or not um small percentage <laughs> small percentage of it what was what was one of them bring them up you just get your phones out it was you had you you had a wee question you wanted to Right, I know, sorry, right, so, hold on, hold on, talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so question number one, (laughs) question number one, right, Um, so I was having a conversation with someone that used to follow my program, and uh, I was just chatting to them just a wee bit back and forth, and they said that they love the podcast, 
quick note on this. How mad is it when someone comes up to you and says, oh, see, when you said this in the podcast, I really you thought... Li- you listened to me. And it happened the other day. Um, one of my old clients, Jock, he was like that to me. You know, we were talking about electric cars and how they could just shut them down, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he went, yeah, by the way, when you said that in the podcast, and then he started talking, I was like, woof, I forgot I said that. Mm. There's a lot of stuff I've said on here that I've actually forgot I've actually said. Yeah, roll, roll. And another one as well, um, I think I was talking to you guys about this, is that remember the my Nuffield story mm-hmm. about the women dancing? Yes. Totally forgot I shared that on here. <laughs> totally forgot that people can listen. I was at uh, CrossFit the other day and um, a guy called Kenny, shout out Kenny, came up to me and was like, oh, me and my wife are listening to the podcast and um, we both started pissing ourselves at the Nuffield story because we know exactly who you're talking about and we always used to think, what the fuck and i was like let's go see when your story's validated by someone mm-hmm. love it and um, the rugby one as well paul rosie in the drink was yeah. also validated by somebody i think it's mad <laughs> it's weird. the joke i think it's really cool see when somebody like who obviously none of us know yeah. shares it on the story like just listening listening to this like walking and walking into work i'm like oh, well <laughs> well then that's well, me a bit of a big deal <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the questions i got um was what is your personal approach and what do you tell your clients to train or how do they how to tackle training whilst ill i've actually got the layer gate all the time at the moment so curious to know do you train through it do you rest how do you get back to training now i've got my ad center wee message back but what's your guys's instant kind of thoughts on that i go first you can go first uh, I think it it really depends on how ill someone is, right? Because you need to kind of look at the kind of recoverability from it as well. Because see, if you're going to be shoveling shite and it's going to be a shite session and it's potentially going to inhibit, is that the correct word yeah. to use? Not, yeah. not a good word, but inhibit your recovery. Mm-hmm. Would it make sense to to do the workout to really... Because the thing is as well, working out stressing your body. Like your body's then having to fight, <laughs> fight that, do you know what I mean? Um, so if somebody was mega, mega sick, I would say, look, you need to recover. You need to chill. So then kind of reduce what you're doing um, and obviously kind of prioritize your recovery. So then off the back end of that, you can hit your PBs and do your sessions mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. Um, however, right, I think a lot of the time people are soft as shit. <laughs> you can't say that i find that offensive i find that offensive i that you... find your softness offensive <laughs> so <laughs> i find that you think that other people are soft offensive okay we'll move on <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but but they are but the thing is as well i've had i've had clients oh i've got a wee, wee bit of a sore head i've got a wee, oh my wee oh my, my hamstrings a wee bit of so i fucking grow up go to the gym and go and do it and i'm usually not that hard with people i'm i am the feminine energy i'm quite like understanding i'm a safe place right but a lot of the time people are soft as shit right and if you actually just done the things when you didn't want to obviously within reason you would get to where you want to be faster totally agree totally agree uh, a lot of time as people just being soft as shit and the way i look at even if you've got like 50 percent to give but you're no bed bound and you're no completely violently ill and you're just trying to go up and do the shit because you feel what you need to then go to the gym still if you're not going to pass it to anybody you're just feeling a wee bit maybe oh, i'm not feeling my best just because you're not 100 i wouldn't wait like some people think you need to be 100 all the time yeah and i think that can actually just be you just, just when are you always ever 100 percent? do you know what i mean there's all you can always find a reason no to go and no to do something and totally. no to turn up this week so like you said at the start it just depends how sick are you really are you kidding yourself on? Like, exactly. come on, yeah. question I mean, yourself. Because you've done it. 
you've you've trained through herpes, haven't you? Twice. Twice, and that's yeah. obviously quite. Twice. That's quite hard. That, that must have been difficult. Like, it is because it's just I, I don't really like talking about it too much. <laughs> 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 no uh, i think i don't it's not it's not like binary like i'm ill mm-hmm. i don't train i'm not ill i train it's not like because there might be instances where you're not ill but you still don't train mm-hmm. because there might be something else wrong so i don't th- i think it's like more on like a kind of sliding scale or mm-hmm. like the sliding t- scale's a good way to yeah it. like and because there's been days where i've been properly fucked and like i'm not even thinking about training but see mm-hmm. if you're at the point where you're kind of questioning, like, oh, should I train? I'm feeling a bit rubbish. You're probably okay to do it. Yeah. And quite a lot of the time, like, I always say this in, in some way, shape, or form, in more ways than one, that a lot of movement is often medicine as well. Yep. So, like, when, say, if you've hurt your ankle or knee, restoring range of motion, like, getting the, getting the range of motion back, that movement becomes the medicine that you mm-hmm. probably need more so than the rest itself, right? Mm-hmm. And much the same as that it wasn't that long ago that I was feeling like shit and, had programmed for the boys like a big kind of heavy session and i just went on the concept two bike for like 40 minutes and just with my hood up and just sweat i was right? there. and I just sweat and it's i think that often that is better than doing nothing mm-hmm. right totally. because after that i was like i can't I've just sweat that out i just feel great i feel really good now and it's picked my mood up and all these sorts of things so all the benefits that come from exercise like sometimes you know there's a difference as well um between training and between exercising you've covered this quite a lot before danny and i think that you know if you're questioning oh, should i should have probably go to the gym today go maybe <clears throat> not stick to your percentages or go for any pbs sweat it out but a movement and i think that you know this this sliding scale approach is probably more beneficial yeah, than being, that is, being binary got two wee things to add to that as well so it's, it's a lot of it is obviously about mindset and the, the way you should approach it as well what else can i do mm. do you know what mm. i mean so rather like so if you you need to have that awareness about your journey and stuff to just be like right okay well maybe can't go there what else can i do right and no matter what you do do it with intent so train with intent or rest with intent because mm-hmm. right? i think a lot of the time people just they don't look at their days off as like this is actually part of the program do you know what I mean? i'm just not at the gym today no you're resting you're recovering right so how do you then refuel and recuperate and whatever so you can then smash the gym it's not just you're not there you're actually recovering on program yeah, yeah. like a lot of people that's just how a lot of people I turn like up that. turn up on a monday until wednesday and they maybe had a day off on a Saturday or Sunday. Go out, rip the arse out a wee bit. Don't do what you say. Don't have intent with their recovery and their days off and just go about it in a completely... Like they've just been off the programme, eating shite, drinking shite, all the rest of it. Then it comes to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Even though they're at the gym, they'll notice if they've got like 50% because they've been unwell. They've got 50% because of the fucking the way they've just treated the last two days off mm-hmm. so then it's wednesday thursday before they've even get back up to that 90 100 mark then they get two three days of that and then it comes back to saturday again i quite like that and it's like so instead of like what can you do so whether it be right okay if you don't feel like throwing weights about the gym or going to cycle or going to run well can you prep your food you probably mm-hmm. do that when you're moderately unwell yep you know what i mean prep good food Aye. make some soup soup season baby get more fruit speaking in you, of soup focus on getting your water in we had soup last Friday. How good was that soup? Are we going to give him a shout out? We'll give him a shout out. Shout out Madison's. <laughs> shout out Madison's. I believe it's West Campbell Street. Mm-hmm. If you want to sponsor us, you can. Something like that. 
Panini, for, if you're in the town, quick bite. You gotta go, gotta go Madison's. Class. Right. Might go after this. I do have beef and rice in the in the car. But um oh, and the next we'll cover one more. One more. Go we'll, one more. We'll cover one more. Um the I second need. question. Do you program strength training differently for men and women? I realize that all your coaching will be personalized, but say for example, two folk had the same ish starting point, fitness experience and goals. The only difference would be that a guy and a girl. Is the programming the same or is it a consideration in terms of men versus women trying to get stronger and fitter? I feel like it depends. So that's the answer. It depends. Depends on the depends on the goal. Depends on what they want to achieve. Goals the same. Goals the same. Yeah. What's the goal? I need, so well, I'll read the just question. For, just for heights. What's, read the, the, what's the goal? Just right. Do you program strength training differently for men and women? Um. Blah 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 blah. Say for example, two folk had the same-ish starting point of fitness, experience, and goals. The only difference would be that they are a guy and a girl. Is the pro programming the same, or is there a consideration in terms of men versus women trying to get stronger and fitter? So again, it depends. But I would say for the most part, now and how I approach it, um, if it's just strength, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put much difference in it at all. However, if it was, if it was strength, but also I want to grow my glutes to be a bit more, about get a bit like, for example, a girl. There's a lot more muscle in the lower body than there is in the upper body. So would they benefit a bit more from doing a bit more lower body stuff? Like if they had they had their goals of gaining more muscle. Goals the you same. Could, you could argue about that's what I'm saying. So it depends. Goals the same. I would say I would say no. Yeah. My my consideration no. would be with and it really depends on the individual. So I work predominantly with females. So the the thing that would impact their strength over like say an 8 12 16 week program whatever would be their period would be their cycle so it would probably make sense to cycle what they're doing in terms of like their, their actual cycles four week cycle two weeks luteal phase two weeks follicular phase oh, right? check you so having a look and the thing is it's very very different because i can't remember off the top of my head if it's if say they're stronger week one of their luteal or week one of the follicular i can't remember but um so say you're female you might experience mass strength de mass strength decrease mm -hmm. on that week. I might be fine. It mm -hmm. might not affect me too much. So I think it would be taken as an individual. Like, mm -hmm. okay, how can how can we do this for you? So obviously, if yeah. you do have mass de strength decreases or increases or whatever, then you would probably want your PB week to be your strong week yeah. and that kind of take that back so a little see, bit. See with the cycle as well, but a lot of the time the perception is that because it's the week of um the week of the bleed then obviously that's they're going to be weaker that's when you're actually the strongest for most people even though you might perceive it not to be you're to, like mm -hmm. a, a girl's best like a, i think it's the testosterone's naturally higher on that week because the estrogen is lower mm -hmm. so um a lot of the time what happens with females is they can actually think oh i feel a bit tired this week so instead of thinking actually sometimes most of the time a gym session will pick you up do you know what i mean so going in and actually feeling out that session at the start of that week on that day and be like actually let's see how i feel here and you might surprise yourself and a lot of the time when uh my female clients push it and go no i'm not going to lay into usually if i have um it's the week of my cycle then i eat shite usually do nothing all the rest of it and i'm like let's try and flip that let's try and change the habits let's try and change the mindset to like if i can just get in that first week that first day and see how i feel 
you're going to bring your energy up and most of the time we do they always say that i've actually i'm feeling stronger like mm. i'm feeling good use that just lie down to this my energy feels up so probably goes back to what you say just yeah. uh my, my person dependent maybe I, my consideration is that i don't approach i don't approach it differently um i'll program this if they have the same goal they have the same start point they have the same experience i'll train them and program for them the exact same way and the thing that i like to utilize is that um a lot of the work I do is based off percentages, whether it be off your one rep max, five rep max, 10 rep max, whatever it may be. Um, but that's not, that's the gold standard. That's the target to go in and hit that number. But I tell everyone that, you know, we operate off like a bit of an RPE skill. So, you know, a women's period isn't the only variability in how their training is going to be that week, that day, that session. And it's much the same for a guy as well. There's other external factors going on. Are, are they a laborer that on their feet 13 hours a day chucking bricks about and they've just had a quiet day at work or they've had a busy day at work or like one of my guys used to be a barber on his feet all day and then he's going and doing a heavy leg session like there's other implications and other factors that come into play when it's when you talk about someone's ability to perform in the gym so say for example if a woman is feeling like a little bit of a downturn and they feel that the performance is decreasing then that's when you'd operate off a base of rpe so i'll give the percentage but then more often than not in brackets i'll be like this should be like an 8.5 out of 10 effort and for obviously that for everyone that's different and we've spoken about this before how you could say work to work to two reps left in the tank and then they do it and then if you're actually with them and then you go right okay so they gave you eight it's like right this next set give me 12 and they're able to do it easily yeah. someone's perception of rpe it can be subjective but it's still a good measuring stick to use obviously the target is the number i've gave you which is going to be difficult anyway and um, but achievable if you feel like listen i can't touch that today then that's fine you just go to the next step under that is then going to the rpe so i like to give people numbers men women doesn't matter um i like to give them numbers to try and to try and hit but then under that if they feel like they can't hit those numbers then you just go to like whatever the rpe mm -hmm. is that i want for that session so if i'm if it's a bit of an intensification phase and i'm like look i want a nine or ten so if you can't hit that number give me a nine or ten out of ten effort then whatever that is it'll be same way if it's like a little bit more of a volume phase it'll kind of be like right okay give me a six seven eight out of ten effort kind of thing so the answer to that question for me is no if they have the same goal same start point same experience nah it's just that you have different ways of kind of measuring progress mm -hmm. yeah i'm happy with that Smashing. cool so uh the old dick twist grab his dick and twist it <laughs> um excuse me have you not seen that video is it on tiktok i'll show you about it later <laughs> nope. um it's on brazos the so oh um what we, what have we can will we cash it out and then do the cash it out okay so do you want to cash it you cash you're, it? The, cash you're, cash the, you're the cashier you're the cashier you're the cashier before you go go to youtube's uh-huh follow us uh -huh. leave a comment with your favorite part of the podcast share is on the gram give a podcast this be episode that we share uh share with your pals share it with your mom and uh we'll see you next week <laughs> Peace.